Ladies and gentlemen, sit back and get comfortable. But not too comfortable. It's the WCHL Podcast with WCHL Commissioner Christopher Perry and Andrew Majorkirk. Yes, indeed. This is the WCHL Podcast. I am the Commissioner, Christopher Perry, on the other end of the line. It's my very best friend in all the world, the quinceanera specialist at the Oklahoma City Parks and Recreation Department, the former general manager at Oklahoma Hockey, the former Zamboni ice technician extraordinaire at the Blazers Ice Center. It's the one, the only, Andrew Majorkirth. Andrew, say hello to the people. Yo, yo, yo. Andrew, how is it going on this fine Thursday evening? Oh, you know, it couldn't be going any better. <laughs> well, wait, <laughs> wait a second. You're on a podcast with me. Of course it can go better. Uh, well, yeah. Let's not lie. Yeah, you know, I was always told to be nice, right? right? <laughs> <laughs> Andrew, we're glad to have you back. It's third week in a row. The season is getting uh, in full swing. Let's get right to it. What do you want to start with? You want to start with some games, or do you want to start with some uh, more ACHA news and rumors? Oh, that's kind of a fun little. That's kind of a fun little segment to start with. What do you think? It is. It is. I say we go news and rumors. All right. Well, last week we told you there was a rumor that the um, ACHA might announce the nationals uh, site for the coming years, and that rumor turned out to be true. Ooh! Because this past week the ACHA announced it was going to St. Louis not only for 2024, but Andrew for 2025, possibly for 2026, but definitely for 2027 and for 2028. We have found a home, have we not? I'm telling you what, it's unlike the ACHA to actually have its act together <laughs> and to announce dates. Not never mind location, but dates years in advance. The uh, it, it's kind of scary. It's like the Twilight Zone, right? Yeah. Hey, I was. Uh, I'll tell you, this was something that had been in the works uh, since like July, and it was. I was finally glad to put the announcement out there. So I'm glad it's there. St. Louis, like we like we uh, intimated last week. You know, uh-huh. Oklahoma City is to softball. Omaha is to baseball. St. Louis is to ACHA hockey. There you go. I like it. Great central location. Easy to get in and out. They uh, couldn't be better, I don't think. People have asked me what's the option in 2026. I have no clue. Um, I think the option is really like a hedge uh, by the ACHA so that um, if when the announcement happened, people freaked out and were like, what in the world are we doing? Yeah. The ACHA could always say, okay, 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 okay. In 2026, we'll go to Columbus. For 2026, we'll go to Boston. Yeah, we'll go back east for all you guys. Yeah. But I don't think there's been any blowback. I don't think there's been any uh, uh, any teeth gnashing or any, we're going to vote all you sons of guns out. Yeah. Well, there shouldn't there shouldn't be, right? All those... All those guys in the East, all those years, it was it was in their backyard, right? And and now you look, men's division one isn't just an Eastern or Northeast league anymore, right? It's a countrywide league. You got Arizona, UNLV, Utah, 
all those guys way out there on the west. You got all the guys in the middle. You guys, you got the guys on the east. So it only makes sense to be centrally located. Yeah, I think they did a study when we went to St. Louis in 2022 that uh, 80% of the ACHA teams are within a 12-hour bus ride of St. Louis. See, that's that's perfect in my opinion. Yeah, yeah. So we'll see. My guess is we're going to be in St. Louis for all five years, that the option for 2026 will be exercised. Yeah. I know that there was, some, uh, there was a little bit of uh, – hand-wringing by some folks out on uh, the Facebook and even on the Twitter accounts by saying, you know, I guess the, the owners of the Centene Community Ice Center have missed a bond payment. Oh. Yeah, so they're like, oh, why, why are we announcing that we're going to this place if it's going to get shut down? And, you know, to all those chicken littles out there, um, I just want to uh, ask you to use common sense. <laughs> this is the practice facility for the St. Louis Blues. Yeah, it's not going anywhere. Do you think the St. Louis Blues are going to let this place close down and not have any place to practice? And are the St. Louis Blues going to take a black eye on their practice rink shutting down? No. Probably not. Probably not. Uh, Probably and, and not. They've got some other events uh, that are possibly coming. Well, hey, they've got the NCAA um regionals coming soon from uh from a hockey a little bit from a hockey perspective i think in 2025 st louis has the frozen four which means that that facility is going to get used a little bit for um maybe yeah, it's, it's, it's either 2025 or 2026 the frozen four is going to st louis yeah so they use it for some practice facility yeah, usage and they've got the they, it, it, it came out over the week that there's a bid out there for uh, possibly the world juniors to come to st louis which would be played at the centene community ice center so yeah i don't think the place is going anywhere they missed a bond payment they'll figure it out yeah they'll they'll figure it out so all right well there you go there's some news do would you would you like a scoop or a rumor or something yeah, let's go with a scoop here. All right, let's do it. Um, last week, we, uh, well, last week, two weeks ago, maybe it was last week, Iowa State announced that they were uh, joining uh, my other conference, MCH, Midwest College Hockey. I would expect, Andrew, another announcement coming soon regarding uh-huh. another former Central States Collegiate Hockey League team uh-huh. joining us- the MCH. Give us the dirty details. I believe they play in a big pond on Maybe campus. On campus, big pond. Yeah, there. You Maybe. Know. Maybe the building looks like an old armory building. It was an old armory building. Yeah, they. It's not the U of A. It's not uh, like O the U of O. It might be the U of I, but we'll see. Yeah, yeah. So, anyways, uh, look for that probably Sunday or Monday. Very interesting. The uh, there's another rumor out there. This this is one. It's I've I've been told it's going to happen in the next seven to ten days. But right now, um, there's that Michigan Hockey League, the Great Lakes Collegiate Hockey League. Um, it's supposedly uh, there's an announcement. Supposedly, I've been told there's an announcement that's going to come uh, announcing that some of those teams are leaving, oh. forming their own conference. Forming their own. Yeah, we'll see. Mm. So uh, we'll see how that works out. Well, it'll be, you know, I think it's kind of a have and a have-nots type of a situation where the haves yeah. are, the haves tried to, 
you know, boot out the have nots and we're told that couldn't happen. So the have said, fine, we'll just, <sighs> we'll leave. We'll see you later. Yeah. Yeah. We're out. Peace. <laughs> yeah. And so, uh, we'll see. It'll be interesting to see who's left behind. Um, and, uh, you know, I, there, there's, that's the great lakes league. If you, for, for those of you who have been around for the ACHA for a little bit, it formed when it broke off from the Central States Collegiate Hockey League, I don't know, eight, nine, ten years ago. I was going to say, it's been a while. Yeah, the Central States Collegiate Hockey League ran all the way from Michigan all the way to Iowa State. And it encompassed Penn State. It went from Penn State to Iowa State, uh, east-west. And then it went from, let's say, Ohio at the south end and up to uh, eastern and western Michigan up in the north end. Yeah, it was it was massive. It was. And uh, so the, the, the Great Lakes guys said, eh, screw this, we're out of here. Yeah. Um, they formed their own conference. And now apparently, and, and they've been, hey, they've been doing good. Adrian's, you know, basically running that show up there. But they've got some yeah, other, you know, Grand Valley State, Davenport, Calvin was, of late, you know. Yeah, yeah. Deer, uh, Dearborn, they're in the they're in the whack, right? Or are they in that yep. Great Lakes? They, they were in the Great Lakes. Now they're in the whack. Yeah, I was um, thinking they were whack. Yeah, but uh, anyways, long story short, um, hearing that thing is getting ready to blow up again. So uh, we'll see, we'll see. And then uh, it might come in conjunction with this, but uh, in twenty twenty five, in twenty twenty six. We're going to have a new team at the men's division one. I can't say it just yet because that announcement mm. is also in the works, but it's, I can tell you it's a former men's division three champion, like three time champion. <laughs> and they might, they might just possibly have something to do with this, uh, great lakes league. Uh, so, uh, Anyways, be on the lookout for that. So you've got some news, you've got some stuff to look forward to. You've got some in discerning listeners will have some uh, stuff they might be able to latch on to. Great little uh, great little teasers you left there. Yeah, I don't know. I'm probably going to get fired from my job as communications guy. So. <laughs> they, uh, <laughs> what are you doing all, leaking all this stuff on your they, stupid uh, podcast? As, as long as you can get some unemployment out of them. So. <laughs> yeah, un unemployment. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just looking for employment, let alone unemployment. <laughs> yeah. Can we get the employment before we get the unemployment? <laughs> yeah, it's the AC Andrew, it's the ACHA. Come on. Oh, they're, Lord. They're, they're feeding me in Skittles. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Cheetos, and, Cheetos and Mountain Dew, baby. I, I wish it was Cheetos and Mountain Dew. It's just, <laughs> it's just packs of Skittles. <laughs> All right. There's no once again. There's no men's division one ranking. Um, the popularity, Thank God. yeah, the popularity contest continues until November. The next popularity contest will get uh, released this upcoming Wednesday on October the 11th. It'll be uh, interesting to see what moves, if any, get made. I doubt many will get made, but whatever. Yeah, it, yeah. It, like I said, popularity contest. So, yeah. All right, Andrew. You know what I'm going to do here? I'm going to here. Hold on. Yeah, let's do that. Let's let's talk about the games that happened this past weekend, Andrew. And Sounds good. Let's dive into it here. Get into it, yeah, because we had some non-conference games. We had some conference games, and we had some uh, we had some massive conference games that it turned out right. Yeah, it did. Yeah, it did. Let's start. Oh. Let's, let's start non-conference. Okay. Arizona State went to San Diego State to uh, beat up on the Aztecs and mm -hmm. beat up on them. They did. 
Yes, they did. Kind of. Kind of. Well, right? but, hey, they beat them on the first night, and then they held on for dear life the second night. Yes, that's that was kind of surprising, wasn't it? Six to two win for ASU on Friday night in a one to nothing victory for San Diego State. I mean, for Arizona State over San Diego State on Saturday night. Apparently, the San Diego State just goaltender just stood on his head and almost won the game for for the Aztecs. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, if they could have gotten some more shots on goal, right? They only got fifteen on net Saturday night. So <laughs> yeah. I mean. You know, if you throw the puck at the net a little bit more, you stand a chance of things happening for you. So ASU is, um, uh, I mean, geez, they're now three and zero on the season, and um, in fact, they're they're getting ready. We're taping this on a Thursday evening. They're getting ready to drop the puck uh, probably here in a little bit, probably about uh, half an hour. So good for ASU. That's a nice easy jaunt over to San Diego and bring yeah. back two dubs. Yeah, yeah, they uh, played. Interesting. You know, I thought it was going to be a little more lopsided than what it actually turned out to be. So I think we both did, especially that, that <laughs> Saturday, the one to nothing game. I was like, you got, yeah. is there a one missing from the, from the beginning of that? hundred oh, percent. That's why I was like, hang on a second. Did they not fill the score sheet out? Right. What's going on here? <laughs> Hey, remind me about the score sheet. Not when we talk about, well, you know what? Let's get right to it. Colorado ended up making the trip to Oregon. Yes. Remember last week we talked, there was some, it, it was up in the air whether Colorado would go to Oregon because Oregon was having rink issues. Yep. The games were moved from Eugene down to Medford, which meant for a horrific travel day for the Buffs. Um, they flew in to Portland, and instead of taking a two-hour bus ride down to Eugene, they took a five-hour bus ride down to Medford. Uh. Yeah, exactly. And it showed on Friday night. Oregon uh, beat the Buffs five to three, but uh, Colorado came back on Saturday and uh, split, earned a split on the weekend by a score of five to two. Yeah, you know the Saturday night, um, the thing that stuck out to me is number ninety one, Adam Trunko, got it going. So, you know, veteran leadership there got some got the scoring going on his side, and and they and they prevailed, right? Yep, yep. So that was good, and then. Um, yeah, Matt Server was in net for the Buffs on uh, Saturday night. Matt Server used to be uh, at Ohio. He transferred from Ohio to Oregon and last year, and then uh, this year he transferred from Oregon to CU. So, so he's just yeah. he's just kind of getting a taste of all the ACA chats, isn't he? <laughs> That's right. Coming to a rink near you, Matthew Server. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But, oh, uh, but yeah, so he, he got a little bit of, uh, he, he got uh, some action against his old team and he, he, you know, got the dub. So, uh, good for Mr. Server and good for the yes. bus, good for coach Trace Jablin to, uh, get, uh, you know, it's, it's good to get on the road and, and, and play guys like that, that pro, uh, gets you some team bonding. Yeah. Yeah. Get out there and get together and, and also get some games in and kind of get the, in the flow of the, of the away game stuff. Right. Yep. Yep, and and I, uh, you know, I applaud Colorado for going, and uh, you know they could have easily pulled the shoot. If it had been me, I would have pulled the shoot um, <laughs> on Oregon. Um, but uh, but you know, good hey, good on Colorado that they didn't. They went out there and they persevered and they uh, they played the games, and you know, hopefully they you know let Oregon know that this is. Uh, you know, this is not how things are run in men's division one, uh, you know, last minute ring changes and yeah. chintzy stuff. And then, uh, we also expect you to make that uh, return trip later on. So Oregon, yeah, better, better see you. yeah you, your butt better be in Boulder. Uh-huh. 
Here's but here's the thing, Andrew. When I got a copy of the score sheets, uh. they weren't from these Colorado at Oregon games. They weren't ACHA score sheets. They're using the USA Hockey score sheets that you use for youth hockey. <laughs> I'm telling you what. <laughs> oh my gosh. Could, I mean, you, you, there's not even enough room we, for, tw- yeah. for twenty-one for twenty-one names. You can't put enough room on there. Eh, just take your pen and draw the boxes in on the bottom of the school, the bottom of the roster sheet. There, I, I was surprised that they didn't like have labels, pre-made labels, just you know, <laughs> that they peel Here, off slap, and stick on there. Yeah, had the mom up in the stands um, putting the sticky notes on the uh, score sheets before the game. Yeah, exactly. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, we saw that when we texted back to Oregon and said, "Yeah, you need to get some ACHA score sheets." Yeah, you can go to uh, you can go to the ACHA store online and order them. There you go, shopacha.com. I think and, you can get a I think you can get a 50 pack for like 20 bucks or something like that. Yeah, and 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 you'll get it like the next day. Yeah, that's what's insane. It's crazy. And they'll throw in some ACHA stickers and uh, whatever yeah. else you want, it's there. So Yeah, I think they charge like a penny for the ACHA stickers for the helmets and all that. Yeah. 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 So anyways, got a kick out of that. Good for, uh, good for CU. It sucks that they had to split, but Hey, at least they got the games in and they, uh, they got an experience. That's for sure. Yep. The yeah. Other, that's... The other thing is Andrew, I think they found out just how difficult it is to get to Oregon. Oh, I, not a chance. I'd want to go out there. There you go. So, you know, if there's expansion talk, I think Oregon might have been, uh, might have shot them. Yeah. Shot themselves in the foot. Maybe there you go. Possibly. All right, hey, the other non-conference game uh, or another non-conference series, Alabama came back to Oklahoma City, this time to play Oklahoma. <laughs> and OU won both of the games, uh, 10-3 to and 5-2. to Yeah, and, and the Saturday 5-2 to wasn't even that close. Yeah, yeah, what do we got there for shots? I mean, it was ugly. It was, so Friday night, 58-31, and Saturday was 54-30. Yeah. The, uh... Yeah, Friday night, you know, big a big start for OU in the first there, and then uh, an even bigger second. They scored what four in the first and five in the second, I believe. I'm I'm here. You you, you I, I'm going to take your word for it because I'm yeah. doing some quick and then, math. And then uh, yeah, and then Saturday they scored all five goals in the second period. Yeah, game was over. Yeah, coast and get the yeah. heck out of here. There was nobody but, there because of the football game. Well, the. Uh, what stuck out to me more than the the fast start that OU jumped on him? How about the OU's new kid, number thirty-seven, Ben Mondo? Uh huh. How about him? Six assists on Friday night. Insane, huh? The kid can play. The kid. <laughs> How about can that? Play. How about that? Another another good uh, another good OU kid with a great name, Andrew Lowe. You know, three goals and an assist on Friday. Yeah. How about that? You like so, the la- you like the last name Low? That's what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, number eighty-eight. The uh, but what I like about it is so I looked at Saturday's score sheet, and there's another new name, uh, number fifty-four, Logan Cavalcanti. Yeah, you know, three goals. So good for uh, good for OU. The new the newcomers are uh, putting some points up. Coach Arvanitas might have something co- cooking, huh? Yeah, the new kids are putting some points on the board, aren't they? Yeah, I, you know, OU is going to be good uh, in terms of, uh, I mean, they're not going to be UNLV, UCO, Arizona good. Yeah, not buck kicker good yet. But they're, they're going to be good in that you're going to, they're going to be good like Colorado State good, meaning, mm-hmm. 
they'll give you they they're not going to lay down and just admit defeat they're going to you're going to have to beat them to win you're going to have to earn it yeah you're going to exactly. have to earn those points yep yeah so hey good good for peter arvanitas good for his uh for his staff and good for the sooners to find some scoring i was just doing some quick math andrew Oh, this counting, is dangerous. Th- this is. I mean, I had to take my socks off and everything. <laughs> counting the Alabama at UCO scores oh. and the Alabama at Oklahoma scores, Alabama has now lost all four games by a total score of 38 to 7. <laughs> they scored, They the, UCO beat them 11 to 1 and 13 to 1. And then we have what ten to three and five to two. So thirty-eight yeah. goals scored against Alabama, seven goals scored for. <laughs> it's going to be a long season in Pelham, Alabama. It's going to be a long season down in Alabama. And I, I, I think they know that, but man, that's that's kind of disheartening. Hey, that's all right. My credit card was stolen last time I was down there, so. <laughs> You're a little bitter, is what you're saying. Yeah, uh, a little, a, a little bit more than a little. I'm a whole <laughs> lot better. All right. Hey, uh, speaking of Colorado State, um, they hosted UCO over the weekend up in uh, my very favorite place in the in uh, all of the uh, world, Fort Collins, Colorado. Uh, UCO goes into the fort and takes two games uh, away from the Rams. Oh, UCO wins five to two and three to two. Friday night, five to two score, and it. <laughs> Seemed like it was kind of uh, it was a close game, and then UCO just pulled away. They just, yeah. you know, they just chip away at the stone, wear you down. Yep. And uh, Saturday was kind of, uh, as I recall, it was just kind of a close, a one to one type of a game. And then CSU grabbed, I mean, uh, UCO grabbed a couple of goals to make it three to one. CSU t- uh, scored late. And- scored late, yeah, kind of, kind of pucker time, right? Yeah, but uh, UCO prevailed five two three to two. Yeah, the the thing that stuck out to me on Friday night, and we've talked about it um, in the in the past few weeks here, is the uh, is the scoring depth from UCO. Yeah, uh, it's not it's not one or two kids that's getting on the board. It's a whole bunch of kids getting on the board for them, right? Yeah, yeah. And the uh, and the other thing that stuck out and kind of surprised me is zero for eight on the power play. Well, see, I was going to bring this up because on the last podcast, you you kind of ragged on the UCO power play a little bit. I did. And and they, yeah. So I, I was man. asked I was asked by a certain anonymous someone to say, Hey buddy, have your have your co host go easy on the UCO power play. <laughs> and then they come out Friday night and go 0 for eight. <laughs> <laughs> What'd they get on Saturday? Two for five. See, there so, you go. Come so on. Better. That's that's respectable right 60% there. Sixty percent or forty percent right there. That's not that's bad. what you that's what you're looking for right there, right? Yeah, yeah. And hey, they got two dubs. So uh, whatever, Andrew. You're not a hockey what's guy. The, Neither am what's I. What's the what's the what's the power play percentage if you go zero for eight? Uh, oh. Oh, oh, just checking. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so and, and, and what's half when you go zero and then you go forty percent? What's that? The uh, ooh, I don't know. What is yeah, it? Uh, Maybe twenty. <laughs> exactly. So, all right. So that's not bad. Well, for, all you, for, all you, for all you mathematicians out there, that's right. All you math nerds. <laughs> Little did you yeah. know you're going to get into a statistics class. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah. Be careful listening to us talk. <laughs> um, UNLV went to Grand Canyon to go play. They, I, I should have mentioned this, Andrew. Grand Canyon moved these games from Arizona Ice Arcadia to Arizona Ice Peoria because at Arcadia, 
you know, they have uh, issues with humidifiers. And mm-hmm. you know, remember, they had an issue the last time, last year. Last year, yeah. We had to go back and start a game halfway through it or whatever. Yeah, that's right, because of uh, fog and not being able to see the puck. So this these games were played at in Peoria, not Arcadia. And UNLV ends up winning both the games. The first one was a 5-4 to four overtime win. Matias Del Monte scores the overtime winner for the uh, Rebels. Uh, and then the next night, holy they smokes. Just, they just shellacked them. 11 zip. Yeah. Wow. So here, let me do some more quick math. That's 16-4. to four Yeah, that's not- on the weekend. That's not good, but even though it was sixteen to four, let's circle back to Friday night's overtime game. Yeah. The uh how do you so if there's three points on the line for a game, what happens if you take it to overtime? Well, Andrew, I'm so glad you asked because in the WCHL, we have a three-point system. If you win in regulation, you get three points. If you win in overtime or shootout, you get two. If you lose in overtime or shootout, you get one. And if you lose in regulation, you get zero. So every game is worth three points and all three points are awarded. So, so this, so a team that played in Peoria may or may not have pulled out five of six points available. That's correct. That hmm. is correct, and we'll talk hmm. about that here in a little yeah. bit. Yeah, we may, we may have to circle back to that here in With a little while. Yeah, that, that one standing point may make a difference. Ooh. We'll see. Um, Juicy. Yeah, and then, uh, hey, the final conference matchup of the, uh, of the weekend was the Utes starting their season down in Tucson at the uh, University of Arizona, the Tucson Convention Center. Had a 5-4 to four Arizona win on Friday night, and then Utah... I, I don't know if they just enjoyed too much sun or uh, if Arizona just was flying, but man, seven to one for Arizona. Seven, seven to one. Yeah. Friday, Friday night was a good little back and forth game. Wasn't it? It was, it really was a good little, it, you know, Arizona puts on a heck of a show. Uh, they, they've got a great facility. Oh yeah, they and, do. And when they, uh, when they pack that place, and by pack I mean you know even just a couple of thousand. Yeah, you, it's, it, it looks empty, but it's still loud. Yes, yes. And the uh, and the other thing I got a question about is twelve goals on the weekend for for U of A. Where where'd that come from? Well, you know, I mean, it's kind of like Oklahoma finding some scoring. Arizona's finding some scoring. Well, I tell you what, number twenty seven, Tyler Shetland. Is it? Shetland, yeah, three goals, two assists on Saturday. Not bad, not bad, not bad at all. The uh, not bad at all. When's the last time we said U of A scored twelve goals in a weekend? Yeah, on purpose, right? I mean, on purpose. That's, yeah, that's always been the thing. Is it always seems like an accident when they score and on the ice, at least. And you know, they've uh, so yeah, they found some scoring, which is great for them. It is great for them. You know, we kind of beat them up last year about the lack of offense and. You know, we kind of kind of gave it to them. Oh, was it last week about a lack of offense again? And then they say, "Here, watch this," and they shut us up, didn't they? They sure did. They sure did. So there we go. UCO sweeps Colorado State. Arizona sweeps at home against Utah. UNLV on the road sweeps Grand Canyon. Colorado Oregon split up in uh, somewhere in Oregon, Medford, Oregon. Andrew, that place was called the Rink. It's the Rink. Yeah, I saw that. The the three R's. The three R's. The R R R Rink. 
Alabama mm-hmm. comes to Oklahoma to lose uh, again. I don't think Alabama's won. They've played three WCHL teams, Alabama has, and they're 0-6. I was going to say, they've gotten just killed by all three of them. Central Oklahoma <laughs> beats them at, uh, in Edmond. Uh, Missouri State goes down to Pelham and beats them at home. I mean, that's got to suck even worse to you know, <laughs> take a beating in your own place. Yeah, they got schlocked down there. And then, and then they, they, they come back to Oklahoma to take another beating. <laughs> and then, uh, so Alabama loses to Oklahoma twice, and ASU goes over to San Diego and welcomes the Aztecs to the 2023-2024 season with two more losses. That's right. Missouri State's the big winner. They were off for the weekend, so uh, there we go. Very nice. Andrew, let's, uh, you know, we, we blew through that one pretty quickly. Let's, uh, we did. Let me, let me hit some buttons here and see what we can't do, okay? Sounds good. Hold on. Well, he was more than just a coach. Uh, he was really a teacher. Work that pump. That's the way I like it. What the hell? We, the, you going to let him stand in here like a... Uh, you, hold it. Just because you look like the gimp don't mean you play like the gimp. Don't let him stand in here and punk you like you patting him on the legs. Give him the gourmet shot. Be a bad motherfucker. Here you go. Let's go. Couple of dangles. Celebrate the biscuit a little. Couple of toeies. Don't you want to hit the net, Ferda? Don't be an idiot, Schmel. It doesn't count unless you go Pardonsky. One, drop your glove. Two, catch jersey. Three, over the head. And where I'm from, we call this the Inglewood Jack. What I say? That's the way, eh? Inglewood Jack. Yeah. Inglewood Jack. Uh, but hey, as they say in hockey, let's do that hockey. All right, Chance, let's do that hockey. <laughs> let's do it. Yeah, you like that, don't you? You like the Inglewood Jack. The Inglewood Jack. <laughs> <laughs> One of these days we ought to do like a video thing where we can we can actually see some of this because this is, that's so funny. Oh, man, it'd be great. Samuel L. Jackson out there. It would be great, wouldn't it? All right, we talked about the 3-2-1 system, uh, the point system in the conference. We have six, uh, yeah, six conference games underway, six, te- yeah, six teams have played. So we have conference standings to talk about, Andrew. Yes. Central Oklahoma and Arizona are tied atop the conference after uh, one weekend of play. They're both 2-0 and on the uh, on the weekend, both yep. 2-0 and on the season, so they both have six points. Nevada-Las Vegas is in third place. They have five of six points because of that <laughs> overtime win. Yeah, they dropped a point. Now, now if you're them, you have to wait for somebody else to uh, drop the ball a little bit, don't you? Yeah, well, and they're they're going to have the opportunity because they play Arizona four times, and I believe they get Central Oklahoma at their barn this year, so they'll have the chance. You know, it's kind of in Las Vegas's uh, uh, own destiny, if you will. Yep. Grand Canyon is in fourth place. They earned a point with that overtime loss on Friday. Then everybody else is tied for fifth place. Um, I guess it's fair to say that Utah and Colorado State are probably. What? Not the big losers, but they're at the bottom of the conference because they actually lost two games. Yeah, whereas, they, they played some and lost, yeah. I'll yeah, agree to that. Whereas Arizona State, Oklahoma, Colorado, and Missouri State, they haven't actually played any conference games yet. So, Andrew, let me ask you a question. What's that? If you are in I, – I, I, want, I want to know, since you are a hockey guy and I'm not <laughs> – 
Um, what's better? Is it better to lose 13 to nothing? Or is it better that in that 13 to nothing loss, you made 111 saves on 124 shots? Ugh. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> over, over the weekend, over the weekend, Arizona State's Division II team played Park University Gilbert. And ASU beat Park by a score of 13 to nothing. And the Park goaltender made 111 saves. Good Lord. Yes. One, one kid? One kid. <laughs> and, and, and this, you know, that one, someone in that family contacted the ACHA and said, hey, is this a, is this a record? We need to find out if this is a record. Well, it's got to be. Well, you would think, right? It's got to be. But then I don't, is that really a record you want to brag about? Not really, but I mean, <laughs> that was my, I mean, that was my attitude. Uh, I mean, you know, thinking about it now that it's sinking in a little bit here, you know, that is pretty impressive. Well, yeah. He, he made 111 I mean, saves. It could have been 111 to nothing. Yeah. I mean, it could have been, yeah, it could have gotten ugly, you know, 13 to nothing that we see that. All the time, right? Hey, but hey, UNLV laid it to Grand Canyon, eleven zip. Yeah, but how many times have we stopped and said, "Hey, this guy made one hundred and eleven of one hundred and twenty-four stops mm-hmm. over the week on Friday night"? You one know? guy, yeah, that was one game. My lord, <laughs> that's, I, I, I'm not I'm not a mathematician, Andrew, but that's like two shots every minute. That's pretty impressive. I I don't I don't know if it's impressive <laughs> or it's depressing. That's why I ask. We should get this kid on the podcast and talk to him. No, 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 no. He's no, <laughs> absolutely not. After he gets out of his ice bath from 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 you know getting peppered for 111 times. Do you, do you oh. think do you think he can spell ACHA after taking 111 shots? Oh my god. At what point do you not just give it the what is it, the Goldberg where you just stand at the side of the net and put your arm across the crossbar and say, here you go. Yeah, I mean, exactly. <laughs> Let it rip. <laughs> I mean, you have how many times do we see folks take a whiff on an empty net? I mean, you stand just oh. as good a chance. Yeah, just stay to the side, dude, and get out of the way. <laughs> oh, you know? I, I, I couldn't believe it. So I, oh. with me not being a hockey guy, I had to ask that question. Next week, you'll have to let us know if it's a record or not. I'll let you know right now it's a record because it's the only known statistic that I that I'm aware of. So uh, mm. I'm just going to call it. I don't really care to do any more research. Oh my lord! I'm 111. There, I'm just sitting there going, buddy, get some help. Get some. Help. Where are the other? Were you the only guy on the ice for the other team? Yeah. Was there anybody else out there with you? Oh, what a deal! And then if you're, what if you're the other team? What if you're Arizona State's Division Two team? You don't tell them not to play. Yeah, what but, do you do? But do you put like a a, a a rule in effect that everyone's got to touch the puck before it can get shot? Yeah, give it the little peewee rule where you yeah. have to make three passes before you can shoot again. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I, I I just anyways. All right, Andrew, we've got games coming up this week. Um, let's let's start with the um, non conference games because we have three conference series, two non conference series. Sounds good. I've been um, on fire with my selections, by the way. Yeah. Oh, really? You have? What's what's oh, your yeah. speaking of math? What's your what's your average? I'm undefeated. Undefeated. Look at you. I'm undefeated here. Take you to take you to the casino and rub your belly. That's right. That's right. All right. Well, Andrew, on Friday and Saturday, UCO the Broncos are heading up to take on the Saints of Maryville. 
You know, they call themselves the dogs, too, because they have St. Bernard. So I don't know if they're saints or are they dogs. or Anyways, it's UCO at Maryville, up at the Maryville University Hockey Center. We'll get to watch um, the Maryville University Hockey Super Network of uh, Todd Pagula and Chuck Strauss and um, Andrew Marsh, Marshy. Those aren't the guys that called nationals a couple years ago, are they? Those exactly are. Mar- hey, Marshy's really good. The other the other guys, oh I mean, they're, they're okay. Oh, my God. Do yourself a favor and put the thing on mute. I got I got the stink eye from one of those guys. He was kind of uh, hovering around me uh, when we were at St. Louis for nationals. And he, I, you could tell, <laughs> you know, if he had a hatchet, he would have put it in, my, in the back of my neck. Um, <laughs> but I, I, didn't, I didn't turn around. So... Uh, <laughs> Anyways, but he he was just hovering. You could tell he 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 had something to say, but he just uh, couldn't get it out there. But hey, no well, boy. Yeah. Anyways, so we're gonna we're gonna get a lot of we're gonna get a lot of marshy. I get I had so many comments, but I'll be nice. <laughs> marshy and the Maryville Saints are going to be hosting UCO. What do you think is going to happen here? They, uh, I think these will be some pretty good little games, but yeah. I think Marshy and the Saints are going to be licking their wounds after they take two L's. Ooh, I like it. This is, after all, the WCHL podcast. Yes, it is. Yeah, very good, very good. All right, the other non-conference series, um, the Arizona Wildcats, fresh off a sweep of Utah, go up to the Mullet Arena to take on Greg Powers in the NCAA Arizona State Sun Devils. You know he's got a. You know Coach Powers just got to be ecstatic about playing Arizona again. <laughs> Here, I'm gonna, even I'm gonna even though it's in two different leagues, right? I'm going to read a quote. Because I saw this today. Powers said, we don't care if they're club, intramural, varsity, the little sisters <laughs> of the poor. We're going after them. Oh, oh, oh I love it. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I love it. I mean, I don't know how much of that is real. I don't know how much of that is pro wrestling. You know, where he's where he's just, you know, drawing some heat into the mic to get the crowd to boo him or to get, you know, to fire up the, uh, the other side. But, man. Oh, I love it. We're going after him. <laughs> <laughs> what did he say? Here, I, 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 little sisters of the poor. Little sisters of the poor. <laughs> that's that's kinda, great. That's kind of like my East Handkerchief State. <laughs> uh, the other one is Lone Ranger University. I like those two. Those are my two favorites. Oh, man. That's great. All right. So Arizona is going up to take on the mighty Arizona State NCAA team. Uh, Oh, this one's not even a. This was a no-brainer. Yeah, they, uh, you got to take the NCAA boys for two. You would think, but 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 it's only God, one. They're, thank God they're only playing one game, not two, Andrew. Okay, okay, okay. I thought it was. I thought they're going up Friday, Saturday. No, that's my they, fault. Yeah. It's it's just Friday. They, uh but you know what? Or just Saturday. You know, just Saturday. Yeah, good for good for Arizona for going up and taking that challenge, right? Yeah, absolutely. Come on. I mean, that's. I mean, that's. That's a memorable thing for uh, the Arizona guys to go up and play the NCAA team and all that. So, yeah, good for them. All right, side question. Okay. For the Arizona goaltenders, will they face 124 shots? They could. They will not. No way. <laughs> no, they won't. No, they, come on. They'll be, they'll be in the 50 range somewhere, I bet. Yeah. I mean, yeah. That's, that, that's what makes that one thing stand out. It's just how absurd the shot total was. <laughs> yeah. Because they face 125. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> will it be another? I'll, I'll have to write that that lady back, that mom or whoever that was. Yeah. yeah say, hang but, on a second. We got to know the game this weekend. <laughs> that's right. Your well, record, your son's record just got broken. 
Yeah, we're not setting the record yet because we got another one this weekend coming up. <laughs> Sorry, lady. All right. Uh, okay, here we go. Conference games, Andrew. Uh, put on your thinking cap. Oh, boy. Utah goes to Grand Canyon to play at Arizona Ice Arcadia. Foggy, Arizona, no humidifier, Arizona Ice Arcadia. Utah at GCU, both teams looking for their first dub of the season. They, uh, I'm calling a split here. I should say first conference dub. So yeah, I'm calling. I'm calling. Calling a split. A split. All right. GCU played well with UNLV this past weekend, and then they laid a goose egg on Saturday. Ooh. And uh, yeah, I think Utah. I think they can capitalize on one of these here. Okay. All right. Very good. Um, Arizona State is going to host UNLV in a Thursday Friday affair. In fact, they're probably getting ready to play in like an hour. Maybe it's a half hour from now. I don't know. Uh, so UNLV at Arizona State, that seems to me to be like uh, two heavyweights going at it. That's what I'm thinking. You know, I've got I've got UNLV for two on my on my sheet here, but yeah. man, it sticks in my mind that that could be a split as well. Come on, don't sit on the fence. Which one? Which one? I'm, I'm going UNLV for two. UNLV for two, he says. All right, please send all hate mail to Andrew Loves UNLV at WCHLpodcast.com. <laughs> yeah. So, and then the last series, Andrew, Colorado State goes up to the Jordan Valley Ice Park to take on Missouri State. Missouri State was off last weekend. They're back hosting, and uh, CSU is looking. <laughs> For uh, uh, their first conference victory of the of the season, Missouri State's yeah. looking to get on the board. I'm, I'm, you know, these two teams play tough games with each other, and uh, I'm calling a split here. All right, a split. That'll be interesting. Oklahoma and Colorado have the weekend off. Oklahoma, all the boys will be down in Dallas, presumably studying before the uh, OU Texas football game. Yeah, yeah, and, and Colorado still traveling back from Oregon. <laughs> They're on the Oregon Trail. They have dysentery. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh no. Let's let's hope their uh, let's hope their covered wagon survives. Jeez, what a deal! All right, so here let's just recap, Andrew. You're going to say the, uh, the the fighting powers of Arizona State are going to uh, take the single game against uh, Arizona. They're going to take it to them. You said UCO is <laughs> going to sweep Maryville. UNLV will sweep at Arizona State. And then you said we're going to have splits. Utah and Grand Canyon will split, and Colorado State and Missouri State will split. Uh, take it to the bank. Take it to the bank. Jeez. All right. Well, very, very good. That's um, that's interesting. Andrew, we're at the point of the uh, podcast where we talk about just – Anything and nothing. We're we're at, the, at as the listeners might say to themselves, we are at the point of no return. <laughs> the point of why return? <laughs> <laughs> yes, Andrew. I need to ask you this question because you asked me before, and I know nothing about it. Timu, Timu, tell me about Timu and why do you order from Timu? What have you ordered? Are you ordering Taylor Swift friendship bracelets from Timu? I might be. I might be. God. Hey, what color do you want? Yeah, and zero. I want invisible. Because you, you can get them for half a cent a piece. Non-existent. I'll pass. <laughs> no, thank you. Yeah, yeah. Timu. I don't know much about it. The uh, is that like Amazon, but for like uh, teenagers? Well, so my understanding is it's like the, and I'm going to say Chinese. It's like the China version of Amazon, if that makes sense. The Everything. China, the China. Okay, I thought I thought that was Amazon. Well, it is, but you know, it's 
I, most of the stuff you get doesn't have like a brand on it or anything like that. So you're paying, it's basically just trademark knockoff stuff that they're not putting labels on and selling it to us. You know what I mean? Okay. All right. Interesting. Some of it, from what I understand, some of it's good. Some of it is not so good. Oh, well. So you got to, it's kind of a crapshoot on, on what you're getting. Interesting. All right. So, yeah. My wife has ordered a few things off of there. Yeah. Takes two or three weeks to get here, but. <laughs> it's literally on a slow boat from China. It literally is. Oh, the, uh, it literally is. I'm yeah. Pro- so I'm, I'm probably not going to a good place after saying that. <laughs> the, uh, I'll be canceled. That's all right. That's all right. We can go to the canceled corner together. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, we'll see. The uh, it's interesting, that's for sure. There's a lot of stuff on there. Okay, a lot of a lot of stuff that you didn't know that you needed until you see it on there. Whoa, let's just say that. Interesting, interesting. You know, uh, all right. What what else do you got for us? Anything? The uh, well, let's get into some of your music here. What do you what do you got for us? Well, you know, I I do I do dig some music some uh there's some there's some stuff that's come out recently that i think uh people should pay attention to um before for some of the older uh folks i happen to be if i fair 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 warning fair dinkum whatever you want to call it i grew up in the 80s and um so a lot of uh punk rock and a lot of hair metal and a lot Mm -hmm. of uh stuff that came over from england um, the Pretenders were a huge, 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 huge influence for me. And um, their first album, their first two albums are just incredible. They put out a recent uh, album called Relentless that uh, I think is probably worth checking out. As they've gotten older, they got a little bit, uh, they're, they're, they're a little bit more mellower than they, uh, you know, than when, when they first came out and they were young and angry. Yeah. Um, so I mean, they've, they've they've got some bangers on there, but there's also some some soft tunes, some nice tunes. So, anyways, uh, Relentless from the Pretenders, I think, is great. Now, Andrew, you do know that I I like some I like some loud guitars. Oh yeah. There's two albums that came out recently that are just chock full of loud guitars. The first one is uh, uh, Mammoth WVH two. The first mammoth. This is Wolfgang Van Halen, the son of Edward Van Halen, um, and and I wanted to not like the album. Uh, <laughs> serious. I mean, you know, you, you think of a it's a pretentious, you know, snotty kid, uh, rock star son. Yep. You know, just doing something indulgent. And I'm telling you what, Andrew, the first album kills, and this second album is. I think it's probably just as good. I mean, it's yeah. it's a little heavier. It's a little darker. And, uh, man, there's some loud, there's some soft songs for, you know, if you want to sing to your girlfriend or something, yeah, but yeah, if yeah. you just want to bang your head and, uh, just, not, not bang your head like hair metal, but if you just want to rock out loud stuff, it's kind of in the tool and the mashuga, um, kind of vein. It's some good stuff. It's yeah, worth I, listen. I haven't heard anything from the second, but the first one had some decent stuff on it. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. And, and the, and the kid can play. And like I said, you, it, I, I've wanted to root for him. At first, you sit there and you go, huh, okay, interesting. And then, um, you know, uh, you're like, oh, I, I don't know that I, I really want any, any of this stuff. But uh, his both albums are really good. Really, really good. 
it, it's almost where you can't turn it away, right? Yeah, and and hell, he's going out on the road. He's opening up for Metallica and for Guns N' Roses, and he's playing whenever, wherever. So uh, if you get a chance to see him uh, on tour pretty soon, go check him out. The kid can he's got a he's got a killer band. Yeah, I, it, he's not bad. I'll, I'll give it to you on that one. He's not bad. All right, I've got two more that are fun. Um, in fact, here while we're while, while we're doing, I'm going to try to find this one. Because uh, they're just, you know, I'm, I'm partial to bands from Sweden. <laughs> yes, we are. <laughs> there, there's a particular band from Sweden that uh, they're currently down under um, playing. But I'm telling you what, they can. Uh, uh, they they can play no matter where they are. They can play no matter where they are. But there's this one. There's another band out of Sweden, The Hives. They put out a uh, they put out an album a couple of years ago. Well, when they first came out, it was called Veni Vidi Vici. And it was, they had a song called Hate to Say I Told You So. And it's just a, a killer, killer, killer. And then they disappeared. I shouldn't say they disappeared. They put out a couple of more albums. And this was like the early 90s when they put, or mid 90s when they put this stuff out. And then they just, whoop, they were gone for like 10 years. Yeah, they just didn't see them, right? Now they're back. Now they're back. They've got, they've got an album called The Death of Randy Fitzsimmons. <laughs> and it is hilarious. And uh, you know what? Here I'm going to try to find this. Uh, they've got this one song. Oh, I'm going to. I'm probably going to butcher this. Let's see if I can't. If I can't get it, because we, we do not want to hear any of this. Uh, you know, they put, everyone puts out these uh, these moody type videos, mm-hmm. and nobody wants to see this kind of garbage. We want you know some hot stuff. So uh, here, let me see if I can't. Oh, oh, hold on, Andrew. Let's see if we get to it. No, see, this is moody junk. We don't want moody junk. There we go. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. I mean, that's some bogus operandi right there. And, <laughs> Andrew, that is some great, they, that death of Randy Fitzsimmons. It's a, what a great little tune that is. Um, what a great, what a great little album. So it's, it's fun. They're loud. They're obnoxious. They're in your face. They're Swedish. I love them. They're almost everything like you and I are. Almost, almost as entertaining as 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 White Ninja and Big Sugar, um, and and Andrew, I've tried to find tickets, but every tour that they've had, at least here in the states, is sold out. Sold out. Well, they're 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 popular. That's for they're, sure. They're fun. They're a lot of fun. It, it, just Google the Hives on uh, on YouTube, and uh, yeah, just get ready to get ready to have the, Andrew. There's one. They played a concert on some dude's front porch. <laughs> I mean, it's five guys. I mean, they're they're playing festivals. They're opening for big bands, the Foo Fighters and stuff. And here they are. They just show up at some dude's front porch in Los Angeles and they just start just start ripping it. It's the guys standing on the railing, bumping, hanging from the gutter. I mean, they're just having a great time, and they're wearing the craziest of suits, sweat, sweating their their you know what's off. It's great, 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 great stuff. The highs, the death of Randy Fitzsimmons. It's out now. You ought to pick it up. Hey, and the last, uh, the last one, Andrew, it's out tomorrow, October the 6th. It's from our friend from, uh, from Leeds, England. 
His name is Chris Catalyst. The name of the album is called Mad in England. It'll be available on all streaming formats tomorrow. Um, I, I'm, I'm, I have a... Uh, I have a physical copy um, in my possession right now, and it's uh, it's pretty awesome. Chris Catalyst, um, here. Let's let's here. Hold. On, let's see if we can't do this one. Uh oh. I mean, come on. That's a sing along right there. That is holy, holy smokes! Who can't bop their head and go, oh, oh, oh? That's that's right. That's a song called "My Family," and it's he's he's Chris is a he's he's a fun guy. Plays in all sorts of bands. He played in a certain band from Sweden that we can't talk about. Um, He did. He played for a while with him, didn't he? Six years with those guys, and he's he leads up the Eureka Machines, which are just a great little band. He's out and he's played with Ugly Kid Joe, and he's out now with the Sisters of Mercy running the uh, the drum machine for those guys. Um, But check it out, Mad in England. It's available on all of your uh, streaming formats uh tomorrow friday october the 6th so it'll be on spotify apple wherever wherever you purchase wherever you partake it's yep. uh it's good here he's got another one here you know let's see if we can't get this one hopefully it'll play without an ad what oh, what the hell if, if, if only i knew how things worked <laughs> gotta, gotta get it together over there yeah really here we go there we go Oh. Yeah, I mean that's called emer- that's his song "Emergency." It's from the forthcoming album "Mad in England." The nice thing about uh, Chris Catalyst, uh, not very many people know everything except for the drums recorded in his living room. Everything about the drums in Leeds, England. It takes a talented person to be able to do all that. Yeah, it does. <laughs> and he's a he's a, he's a nice guy. He puts up with me, and he um, likes to drink a lot of beer. And uh, he's 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 just a good guy. So nothing nothing wrong with drinking a little beer, right? There, there, nothing wrong with that at all. All right, yeah, Andrew. Yeah. Hey, that's that's all I got. I mean. I'm, I'm sure you've got some some musical things that you might be well, so, semi into. Well, so the only one I got to ask you about, and it's and I'm not into it. Uh oh. But I got to get your opinion to see where your stance is on this. What is your view of this guy named Jelly Roll? Jelly Roll. What what is your, what's your viewpoint on this guy? Um, I like a mean Jelly Roll, uh, a raspberry <laughs> raspberry filled, preferably. Um. Um. I I don't know anything. I know who you're talking about because he's some, uh, some big fat country type singer. Yes, yes, um, yes. I have been accused of being jelly roll at times because I'm big and fat. But uh, <laughs> and, and you I, have you don't have facial tattoos though. <laughs> I don't. No, I'm not. Uh, that that might be a little too a little too current for my for my liking. Mm. You tell, but tell, tell me about jelly roll. What should what should I know about jelly roll? Uh, avoid it at all costs. <laughs> well, why do you ask me about it then? <laughs> the, uh, I just wanted to get your opinion because it it doesn't seem like you can turn a radio station without running into this guy, whether it's a rock station or a country station or whatever. And uh, the guy's all over social media and all this. So I just I just wanted your opinion to see where you where you were at on the Jelly Roll stance. A, an American rapper. 
who has won three CMT Music Awards. I mean, that right there. Yeah. It's it's the most bizarre thing, and he's and he's married or legally bound to some like escort named Bad Bunny or Big Bunny or something. something really funny. Yeah, it's Andrew. What 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 websites are you partaking that you that you're watching <laughs> Jelly Roll and his escorts? <laughs> Can't tell you. Man, t- yeah. <laughs> do, are you are you in need of? Uh, do, we, do we need to wipe your phone? Do we, <laughs> yeah. Are, they, uh, do we need to make sure the authorities do not listen to this podcast, Andrew? How about that? The uh, jeez. Yeah. This this guy, he's everywhere, and it's well. It's, Oh, it's l- just l- like what in l- the world? Luckily for me, he's everywhere. I'm not looking. So uh, oh, lucky you. Yeah, I'm looking at here at his picture, and he just looks like a fat Post Malone. That's all it is. That's all it is. Oh, uh, well, hey, Post Malone at least has some decent songs. He might not be my cup of tea, but uh, uh, neither one of them are my cup of tea. But how about the an American rapper with three CMT Music Awards? I mean, that's that. That's like you know. A, uh, a a soul singer that has you know MTV um, Headbangers Ball awards. Yeah, it's it's a it's, contradiction right there. It's it's my understanding that he's a recovering. I don't know if it's drug or alcohol or a combination of both um, addict, and he's he's served some time in prison and the whole nine <laughs> yards. And and this is his. Lifelong dream is to be a country singer, and he's he's reaching for the stars now that he's got the opportunity for it. Do you think Jelly Roll was his prison nickname? Yeah, that, I'm, that's kind of what I'm thinking. Actually, hang on a second here. Where did I just see that? Oh, geez. I saw something about why he got his nickname. Oh, where'd that go? Uh, I, I, it's probably from prison. Come here, uh, Jelly Roll. <laughs> Let's see. Oh, it's going to make me go through the whole thing. Uh, he yeah, received so. his he received his nickname from his mother. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Hey, listen, I'm going to put out a challenge to all the people listening on the WCHL podcast. If your mom has ever nicknamed you Jelly Roll, we want to hear about it. Send, a, send us a DM. Send us a, a tweet at WCHL pod or at Western CHL. We want to know if your mom has ever named you, nicknamed you, Jelly Roll. Oh, it says right here, she gave it to him as a young child because he was a chubby kid. I mean, (laughs) come on. Thanks, Mom. Yeah, thanks, Mom, for nothing. Thanks for bringing me into the world and giving me this awful nickname. Wow, how about that? It would have been better had had that been his prison nickname. Wow, that Jeez. is unbelievable! All right, and Andrew. So far, I'm. Uh, I realize my taste might be a little too old for our some of our listening audience. You know, rocking out with the Pretenders and, and the Hives, and you know, random guitarists out of uh, Leeds. Yeah, uh, but Jelly Roll, huh? Are, is this just your attempt to try to stay hip and relevant? Oh man, I tell you, everywhere I turn, this guy you can't get away from him. I thought you were going to tell me he's dating Taylor Swift. Oh no 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 no! What? Who in the you, w- you? You've got to be a Swifty for sure. No 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 no! Oh pass, for sure, absolutely pass. No. Oh who, yeah. Here's what I want to know: Who in the WCHL would be dating Taylor Swift? I mean, she's obvi- <laughs> she's she obviously likes uh, older, taller men in Travis Kelsey, supposedly. 
Uh, and I mean, and his next, uh, her next album, you know, is going to be called Chief or something like that, right? Oh uh, yeah, yeah. So after she ditches Travis Kelsey and writes Chief, what, who she, who from the WCHL is she going to date? Who is she going after in the WCHL? Yeah, I'm thinking. You know, I'm thinking it's probably going to be somebody tall, dark, handsome. You know, with they an wear- exotic name. Do they wear pants that are like five sizes too small for them? <laughs> well, they're hockey players. Come on, of course they do. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm just, I'm just thinking. You know, is there a? There's, there's a couple of gigantic boys on the uh, on, on UNLV. That Del Monte kid. He's kind of, kind of a, got an exotic nickname. You, know, <laughs> you can see a Del Monte and, and Swift going there. You know how how about uh, Mikhailov from U, from uh, UCO? A little bit of Russian intrigue. <laughs> yeah, you know he w- he wishes right. Yeah, I'm sure. Of course, she towered she towered above him because he's a little on the a little on the short side. And he's got to be like ten years older than her too, isn't he? Oh come on. Not, are you allowed to say that on the podcast, Andrew? The, I don't think so. Well, I've known that kid since he was playing his first year of juniors here, and it seems like he's been here for 15 years, doesn't it? <laughs> it's been around a while, but I, I don't yes, think he I, has. I don't think he's 15 years older than uh, or 10 years older than Taylor Swift. No, he's not. That's, in his probably, 40s. that's probably a little bit of an exaggeration, right? Yeah, jelly roll. Come on. <laughs> I'm telling you what. You know what? I, I'm I'm gonna say. I think I might say there's who's there, there's a kid who's the uh, the the captain for Colorado State the 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 uh, Meistus Tristan Meistus I think he's cowboy hat cowboy I'm not I don't know that he was the chicken holder I was going to say do you think that I, 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 I'm, I'm going to be nice. I'm not, I'm not going to say what just came to my mind. So you're not going to say oh. that he was choking that chicken. <laughs> no, I don't think, I don't think Tristan was doing that, but I could see Tristan and, and, and Taylor, you know, that could, that could work. No boy. Yeah. <laughs> oh boy. She, she, she would enjoy it too. In Fort Collins. I, you know that. Oh yeah. Just the greatest little, little town in uh, North America, right? Uh, yeah, the great, that's that's right. America's America's Main Street right there. <laughs> yeah. College Avenue. All right. Mm-hmm. Well, see, you're, you're no help. You're supposed to give me some help. <laughs> I was expecting you to, you know, give me, you're, you were, I heard where you were going with this. You were getting ready to <laughs> say a coach that's wearing, you know, tight pants and stuff like that. No. Well, you got to get every dig you can in on that, don't you? Oh, geez. Quit it. Quit it, quit it, quit it. <laughs> We, you know, just because he's in Minot, he's probably trying to stay warm. So, <laughs> hey, plus, he's an, he's a national champion. He can say whatever the heck he wants. He's got three that's cups. Right. You know, that's right. You and me, non-hockey guys, we got zero. So yeah, they don't they don't give that kind of stuff to us, do they? No, no. All they do is give us jelly rolls. <laughs> Yuck! I can't, yeah, exactly. I can't believe you brought that guy up. Oh, all right. On the, on the way home today, three different channels I turned to. There he was. Well, I reached over and just turned my car, my radio off. There, you, see, that's what I would have done. I would. <laughs> I was like, "Oh my lord!" Yikes! All right, Andrew. Hey, let's get out of here. Uh, we want to thank everybody for listening to this podcast and putting up with us. Go check out some uh, some music. Do not check out Jelly Roll, but check out Chris Catalyst, uh, the Madden England album that comes out tomorrow. Check out uh, the Death of Randy Fitzsimmons by the Hives and uh, get ready to have a little fun. High energy aerobic energy you will get your workout in listening to that album for sure yeah 
And then uh, you can have your cool down by listening to uh, uh, to the Pretenders Relentless. And um, yeah, we want to thank everybody for listening to the WCHL podcast. Follow the WCHL online on Twitter at uh, Western CHL. Andrew's on Twitter at Stickford AM. I'm on Twitter at CJP in OKLA. Andrew has a lot of uh, burp and fart jokes. I've got a lot of <laughs> politics and uh, cute cat videos or something. Uh, you can send us a message at WCHL pod on Twitter as well. That'll come directly to the podcast. If you have any questions or if your mother has ever nicknamed you jelly roll, we want to know about it. Yeah. If your mother's ever given you an awesome nickname, send it in. Well, uh, yeah, we've, we, there's gotta be a ton of great nicknames out there, but jelly roll I'm sure is not one of them. No. Uh, I mean that I would, I'd, I'd have to sit there and <laughs> I would consider, you know, you know, that we might have to throw down there, mom. Come on. <laughs> what did I do to make you mad? Jeez. All right, Andrew, I'm going to hit a magic button. We're, we're going to get out of here and go watch some hockey. What do you say? Let's, let's get after it. Here we go. Everybody have a great weekend. Have fun watching some college hockey. Be nice to each other. Take care. And we'll catch you on the flip side. <laughs> <laughs>